You lot wanted the vote. Live with it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That podcast where we watch terrible movies so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. And I'm Jared. <laughs> um, so last week uh, for Trailer Trash, we uh, did a, the Irish rom-com Leap Year with Amy Adams and Matthew mm. Good. I think they'd be offended to hear you call them an, an Irish an Irish rom-com. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just a rom-com set in Ireland. Yeah, it's a rom-com set in Ireland with a British guy playing an Irish guy. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't even think about that. That's right. So that's offensive right there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost as offensive as you lot wanted the vote. Live with it. <laughs> I... I <laughs> We're off to a really good start. <laughs> Just so like everyone, so all the, of our dear listeners, so when you, so Jared, he reads those lines. I don't know what he's actually going to say. So he pulls a quote from the movie and I actually don't know what he's going to say before. He doesn't write it down for me. It's just like, <laughs> he just says it. So I get a little surprise reaction. Surprise. And like I, rem- I, I remember the line from the movie. And yeah. It's, it's offensive. It's really offensive. It's good. <laughs> I uh, got gotcha, you, fucker. Um, yeah, all right, let, so let's talk about this bastion of progressive politics. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get right into it. So, um, if I guess we'll, you want to give a quick recap? Uh, if you did not hear Trailer Trash, yeah. So uh, we watched Leap Year, obviously. <laughs> if that isn't clear so far, I don't know what else is. Um, I kind of like the tagline even more than the actual description of the movie. Uh, only because it says less, but somehow says more. Um, so I'm going to go with that, I think, for now. Do it. Say, Anna planned to propose to her boyfriend on February 29th. This is not her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> say, as far as taglines go, that is uh, terrible. Uh, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> It's to the point, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I like the this is not her boyfriend. Like it's sure. I guess she's proposing to someone. So from the trailer trash, uh, quick overall expectations meets exceeds. Uh, what's what was your? So now we've seen the movie. We've watched trailer. Obviously, what's your? Yeah, I think this did not meet my expectations. <laughs> I, I expected this to be uh, a little worse than Little Italy. And it was much worse than Little Italy. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I would go watch Little Italy again. Shout out to Sarah who who said it, how much she liked that movie. I also liked that movie enough that I would watch it again because it was it was really funny. I don't think I would go on my own and watch it again. But if I had to be, if I was pitted between watching this and watching that, I'd probably pick Little Italy. Oh no, yeah, no question. Right. At least that has Christian Haydenson. Yes, Christian. <laughs> so huge bonus over this one. <laughs> <laughs> Massive. Yeah, and I think for me, I, I, I think it met my expectations. Okay. So you, you I mean, you knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we do here. So I mean, I, I think that's kind of copping out a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, it would, it, in terms of rom com expectations and the trailer which um, if you watch a trailer, you will have seen the entire movie. Yeah, it's a paint-by-numbers rom-com. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> it's what we like to call around here a paycheck rom-com. Yeah. Paycheck yeah. movie. Just cash it in. Some people who starred in this movie called it a paycheck rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to it. <laughs> so some quick info on it. Uh, it was directed by Anand Tucker. Um, I, I mean, not a ton of credits, but I, I'm 
he's done some things. Um, sure. Two screenwriters are actually a screenwriting team, Deborah Kaplan and Harry Elfont. They've done mm. a handful of, of things together. I'm and sure they're all really good. They're all kind of <laughs> this the same. This is the exception. <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of in the same bucket. They did Josie and the Pussycats. I don't remember that one. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. And then they, oh, and uh, Can't Hardly Wait. No, I didn't see it. Oh. Can't Hardly Wait, which I saw that in 1998. Mm, I did not. Really? Okay. <laughs> which, who was, was that? Mandy Moore? Maybe. No, I don't know. Don't ask me. Um, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't look it up that far. I forget. <laughs> Reasonable. It's, isn't it? Can't Hardly Wait with, um, oh, geez. Yeah, this is where our our listeners' favorite part of the podcast, where neither one of us remembers what we're talking about. Can't Hardly Wait's with uh, it's with um, I know what you did last summer, uh, girl. What's your name? Oh boy, I have no idea. <laughs> do I need to cut all of this out now? Yeah, no, I don't cut this out. Laurel's gonna love this. Um, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's right. And Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really wait. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. What is this movie? <laughs> I mean, if you look up, uh, what's his face? Uh, the main kid. I got him. <laughs> Ethan Emery. Yes, thank you. If you if you look oh, at a photo of him, doesn't he look like my friend Ben? Exactly like him. Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah. Huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- shout out to Ben. Yeah. So there's that. Huh. Um. Okay. Oh right. That's when. That's the. Maybe I have seen that. Yeah, that's where Seth Green wants to be a rapper. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 So back to the movie we actually watched here. Right. Leap year, yeah. So actors, uh, I mean, we got Amy Adams. All-star cast, yeah. All, actually, yeah. All great, like, great, awesome cast, right? So you have Amy Adams, who plays Anna. Mm-hmm. I feel like every rom-com uh, female lead is named Anna. Just going to throw it out there. I feel like we should do uh, some digging yeah. and then figure that out. But I feel like everyone's called Anna. I'll agree with that. And Amy Adams is like is generally very good, I think. Yeah, Amy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Amy. Until just now. Until yeah. well, till just then. But yeah, uh, Matthew Good, who plays Declan, right? Yep. That's the. This is not her boyfriend. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Also, the guy who I recognize from nothing except Watchmen, maybe. Yeah, my I favorite know. movie. So I thought, and then a personal favorite of mine, Adam Scott. Oh yeah, same. You can't go wrong with Adam Scott. I think he would. Um, he plays Jeremy, uh, the mm-hmm. boyfriend of Amy uh, Amy Adams' character Anna. Yeah, the boyfriend that you love to hate. Like, yes, he seems at the beginning like Adam Scott like in that I would enjoy him. Yes, uh, makes a bunch of like very Adam Scott jokes, but yes. then like says very out of character things that make him seem like a huge douche. And yeah, which is know. also something a lot of Adam Scott characters do. So. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and then to round out this awesome cast, we have John Lithgow. Uh-huh. His dad. <laughs> who, who I love, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was in this movie for like a minute. <laughs> Ex- like exactly a minute, and that was it. Gone. Yeah, super upsetting. Yeah. Like, uh, what, uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Harry and Henderson's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that <laughs> Oh my god! I haven't I haven't heard that one in a, in such a long time. I know. I, I was I was waiting to throw it out there. Perfect. I was I was gonna say yeah, Amy Adams from uh, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, famously, where I think she's credited as like hot chick or something. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, so anyway, this movie's got a lot of good people in it. Yeah, and then, um, so that's the main cast, um, which is funny because John Lithgow is, yeah, in it for a minute, and he's listed, obviously, because he's John Lithgow, whatever. 
Right. Um, so a lot of times these movies are, that we do watch are so terrible and barely go anywhere other than to our eyeballs um, that it's really hard to get production numbers and box office numbers. But this was like, mm-hmm. this was a legit movie. Debatable. But, it's a know, big budget. Yeah. Yeah. Big budget. So budget of 19 million, which. So much. <laughs> so much money. So much money. I think yeah, it was probably mo- it was probably mostly the travel cost to get everyone to like Ireland and fly them around. <laughs> oh, de- it's it's way less money than like Speed Kills or <laughs> half yeah. the half of the John Travolta or Nicolas Cage movies we talk about. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still um, too much. Still too much. And then its revenue though, so domestically made twenty six million approximately, just under twenty six million. Internationally mm-hmm. did six point seven, so we did a total of like thirty two million ish, which is like wildly profitable for one of the movies that we talk about <laughs> yeah like yeah this, this according to the numbers here this is probably too good of a movie for us um and then in the dvd yeah, 32 million is what like a thousand times more than the fanatic <laughs> is it ten thousand times more <laughs> i think it's actually <laughs> is it a hundred thousand times more i'm trying it to might be a hundred thousand times more 32 uh, million is a lot of money it's a lot of money i'm trying to put all the zeros together would that movie make twenty three thousand? Yeah. No, 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 it made no, like, no. it made like 3000. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. That's not right. It made like 10,000, about roughly 10,000 times as much. <laughs> Ballpark. 10,000 times. Yeah. I just did the quick math. Roughly 10,000 times as much. <laughs> huge, huge. Uh, the DVD sales and Blu-ray sales, the home market sales of this movie made $18 million. Which is truly unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's like mind blowing. Um, so yeah, so this movie actually did really, really well mm. financially speaking. So sure. Uh, so that's kind of all the quick info and what we're going to get mm-hmm. into. Um, you want to do Hollywood pitch? Sure. Uh, I will. I will Hollywood pitch for you. So <clears throat> don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> low hanging fruit here. <laughs> A little bit of low hanging fruit. Went for this is chasing liberty meets the proposal. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I, <laughs> before you even start to try and sell me on that, which you don't have to because I see it. Of course, I know how low hanging fruit this is because you looked at the IMDb page, scrolled down to movies like this one, and just clicked over one and picked the well. Picked it and don't, also shares Matthew Good. Don't you lie to me? <laughs> well, it's so think about it this way. I think it's like another, uh, you know. Chasing Liberty, uh, daughter of the president, ends up running away and with a, a Secret Service agent who she doesn't think is a Secret Service agent. Blah blah blah. Who's Matthew Good? So yeah. Matthew Gr- Good travels around with a girl named Anna. They fall in love along the way, and then they get separated and then reunite later on, just like this movie. Wait, in Chasing Liberty, is Mandy Moore's character named Anna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I. It- it's the same when, movie. <laughs> when I said that before, I didn't even. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. that, and then the proposal. Obviously, I mean, this movie centers on a proposal. Don't they all? Uh, <laughs> don't, don't they all? Um, a little bit of a different plot here, but involves some uh, uh, a bit of a ruse, which this one does too. There's a point where uh, there's some pretending to be husband and wife, and very much like the proposal, right? Yeah. Yeah. As that's all I got. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, I went. I'm. I'm just. Whatever, I'm just gonna. I'm, uh, there's no pretext. I'm just gonna give it. Uh, I went with it's pl- planes, trains, and automobiles meets leap year. 
Yeah, you have to explain this one to me. <laughs> Entirely. <laughs> Both sides. So I need to first, uh, so Leap Year, so there was two Leap Year movies that came out in the same year in 2010. Oof. Uh, obviously, the Leap Year, the movie we're watching now. And then there's Leap Year, a Spanish film mm -hmm. uh, about a, a very intense relationship, apparently. So we can't even get the girl this with saying 2009 and 2017. They're both the same year. Yeah, this okay. is it's crazy. Two movies named Leap Year made in the same year. Okay. Uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. I mean, this whole movie, she's she's takes she tries to take every form of transportation, but cannot get to her destination. Oh, interesting. I was going that I like route. That. I was going yeah. that route, and then okay. meets Leap Year, the Spanish film from 2000, also from 2010, um, mostly just because. I stumbled across it and it sounds like a really bad, but potentially good movie. Yeah. I mean, it looks artsy. It looks artsy. <laughs> it's a romance, you know, and it's about uh, two people meeting and apparently getting into a very intense and violent uh, sexual relationship, which does not happen in this leap year, but <laughs> it's just about people meeting people really. That's all. Yeah, it's just people meeting people. <laughs> this is more of the ROM minus the com, basically. Yeah, I would. There were at least a few times when I laughed on purpose. I don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like I think they made me to. They they meant to be funny, and I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So when when <laughs> I think there's <laughs> a ha, ha, ha. chuckle chuckle chuckle. I think there's ever a movie or like a point where you're like. You have to like call out like, oh, I think this is supposed to be funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's that's not, that's not working. Yeah. This movie did a lot of that. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, so that's my Hollywood pitch. Love it. I feel pretty good about mine actually. I'm really into it. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the other leap here, but uh, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's anything like this one, <laughs> if it's anything like what I'm reading, I probably won't. Um. All right. So moving right along. Uh, what do we get for have fast facts? facts? Yeah, your favorite. Do it. Hell yeah. You're, All right. have to, you're so, leading this charge. Yeah, I know we've got a lot of armchair doctors out there in our audience, uh, myself included. <laughs> you know, talking body decomp, all that jazz. Absolutely. Um, this is basically so, a med medical podcast. <laughs> yeah, not sure how much you know about heart surgery. <laughs> uh, but in theory, our uh, who I wish was the star of this movie, Adam Scott, is a cardiologist if only and and at one point he's talking about a surgery of one of his patients to amy adams and uh talking about how how you have to go through the spine <laughs> to get to get to the heart which is not a thing any doctor would ever say <laughs> like, i don't think there's really any surgery where you like go through the spine unless it's spinal surgery <laughs> It's so funny because reading this, I didn't even think about that when he was saying it. It just like it was just him riffing on just it was probably just him just making stuff up as he went. It was just like, I hope so. I hope so, too. But <laughs> I don't know. There were so many things in this movie that were like easily Googleable, uh, <laughs> that Googleable? I don't think. Yeah, Googleable. Googleable. <laughs> yeah, well, you're we'll, so we'll get Googleable. To <laughs> yeah, you're so Googleable. That's a word. <laughs> Uh, but like later on, like geography, for example, <laughs> like, uh, speaking of Google, Google maps will tell you exactly how far Dingle is from Dublin. 
Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Not what they make it out to be. <laughs> no. Uh, but it is 2010. So, you know, smartphones were, you know. Sure. Definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah. Um, other fast fact is that, uh, uh, well, this isn't really, I don't know, this is kind of tough now how to spin this, but definitely what? very clear. Well, there's a few. Po- it's a fast fact because this, it happens a few times. It's not an isolated incident. <laughs> True. So there's definitely like, it's very clear that there's like, they are on a set and there's a clear green screening them into places. Mm-hmm. And it's like pretty bad. It's pretty obvious. Um, there's a couple moments. There's one. So this movie opens in Boston, which I didn't know until, well, we knew that in the trailer trash, I think we kind of figured it out, pieced it together. Yep. But then when the movie starts, like, oh, she's from Boston. She's, was she born and raised in Boston? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And there's like shots of her walking through the city and it's just like, right. That was when we talked about the, the Longfellow bridge. Yep. And it's just like, okay, yeah, this is pretty clear that the, she's not actually there. Hey, it's movie magic. That's what you do. Right. Sure. They turn Toronto into every other city all the time. So yeah. The, the thing that drove me nuts though, is that they were filming at, they were filming on location in Ireland, at least for parts of this movie. And they did it a bunch in Ireland too, where they're like yeah. sitting in the car and there's just really bad green screen going behind them. <laughs> like, Wait, aren't you there? Yeah. <laughs> you can't have them driving a car and acting at the same time. Come on. Dude. I guess you're right. <laughs> Matthew good. Not that. Talented. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Matthew. Good. If you want to be on the podcast, uh, this is what we usually do insult you and then invite you on the podcast. It's our highest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Matthew good uh, and speaking of filming in Ireland, the only reason he took this movie was so that he could fly home to London on the weekends. And he came out afterwards and talked about uh, how this is definitely going to be one of the worst movies of the year. Talking about how it's an easy paycheck and it's kind of the same thing as chasing Liberty. <laughs> Like I read the interview where he said this and it's hilarious and said at the same time, but he, he knew, he knew, he, he knew, he knew what he was getting himself into. Uh, okay. So yeah, let's, let's get into breaking this rom-com down, uh, from this point, this point forward, spoilers galore. Mm-hmm. Although like we, if you watch the trailer, you watch the trailer, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, you know what happens. If you've seen any rom-com ever, you'll kind of know what happens, but right. Um, so before we even got to the credits here of the, the studios, yeah, uh, flashed up on the screen, this movie's rated PG. Parental good guy suggested, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I also I felt kind of bad. Th- yeah, <laughs> like what we're like <laughs> punching yeah, down I mean, or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we, we already did that kids' movie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was our lowest moment, <laughs> or <laughs> or. <laughs> huge opportunity uh yeah but i had no idea in some of this some scenes in this movie did not feel pg to me yeah i was gonna say because i think it's listed in other places as pg-13 mm. so i don't know yeah amazon says pg so hey whatever they whatever say Bezos right says, yeah. right whatever the bez says we yeah, the second richest man in the world embarrassing <laughs> dude step up your game yeah. yeah put that letting elon musk take you oh, that's <laughs> gonna on. be so embarrassing I, I was like i'd be so angry if i was the best right he's worked so hard <laughs> like, you know, your dad doesn't have an emerald mine or i guess <laughs> so anyway here we are uh so um opening credits uh i mean we got universal spyglass this is legit Fine. man we're mm-hmm. we're legit these there's, are top tier studios, yeah. Yeah, there is no money laundering going on here that we can see. Well, right. 
Who but, knows what Matthew Good's doing? <laughs> we're there. Um, and then we are, and this is a running theme. I'm going to call, I'm going to call this on now. Um, we get Amy Adams just walking very briskly and we get a shot of her feet. I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know if you caught this with this movie. Did you catch like no. every, there's a, like a, tons of shots of her feet walking. Actually, now that you say it, <laughs> I didn't right? really think about it during the movie, but I, I definitely noted it organically. It's like th- through everything I wrote down, I talked about her. I talked about her feet a lot. Now that, now that you yeah. say that. <laughs> right? Huh? Yeah. Huh. Huh. So I don't know. I was going to throw out there. So that's how we start. We, she's <laughs> walking. She has feet. Great. Um, and she's in Boston. And this is the first moment of very clear. She's actually not in Boston, but she is uh, walking just <laughs> like like a side screen scrolling video game left to right. And there's the Boston Common behind her. Yes, it's great. <laughs> With some weird God. thing in front of like in the front of her that like in front of the did you catch that it was such a weird there was like a weird thing. Oh, no, I didn't see the weird thing in front of her. No, it was just like a, it was like an ornament or some thing between us and her and then (laughs) like the boss i don't know huh no i didn't catch that there were i mean there's a lot of things i didn't catch here (laughs) i blacked out like half this movie (laughs) don't care for it (laughs) i guess technically it's not the boston common it's actually the public garden but whatever we're splicing hairs at that point well yeah and i mean they called it the common a few times in the in the in the movie too so that's that's what everyone knows right um, so she's walking briskly. Uh, she goes from uh, Boston Common to very quickly Boston Harbor Hotel. Yeah. Um, again, definitely a very green screen thing going on. Um, right. Which the Boston Harbor Hotel is is the Davenport, right? In the in the movie. In the oh, movie universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you're right. So it's an it's a it's a luxury apartment building, not a fancy hotel like it is in real life. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense then. Okay. Cause I was like, there's definitely not something, some apartment building down there called the Davenport. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, there's a Davenport building in Cambridge where they made the couches. Sure. There's a probably, couple of but, Davenport buildings over back Bay near Northeastern, but not over there. Probably not over there. Probably not over there. <laughs> We're 85% confident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, if you know anything about this show, you know, that we don't, ever oh wait nope 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 just googled it yeah well there's yeah i know it's seeing the davenport in cambridge so i guess yeah you're right there is no fancy no. davenport where the boston harbor hotel is no no <laughs> no there isn't you're right you're right i was trying to do a little due diligence on air love it mm-hmm. for a fucking pre-recorded show i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> critical they don't they don't know that oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled yeah. back the curtain, didn't I? Yeah, dear listener, it's definitely not Valentine's Day weekend right now. <laughs> we're coming in hot on St. Patrick's Day, so gather gather your Guinness and yeah. I mean that's what we're drinking here in Boston, aren't we? Because that's what we drink mm. over here. Mm. Yum 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 yum. Go 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 go. Drinking right now. <laughs> All right, this pace it's going to be way too late. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, so then, so she's walking, uh, very briskly, very with a purpose. And then we, we, I say briskly cause that walk from the common to where she is. That's, yeah, it's, it's that's a haul. It's a long walk. Yeah. That's a, oh, yeah, that's, no, a that's a good, like 15 minute walk, 20 minute walk. I was going right? to say it's close to a mile. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this pace, you're right. This, <laughs> this is going to be maybe our longest episode yet. <laughs> well, once we get through all the Boston stuff, then it'll move much quicker because I think we're, you know. You're right. We care less at that point. <laughs> much less. Um, okay, so then we just get like this the, the opening is just kind of cutting quickly between just establishing her life, right? And like who her personality. There's a shot of her alone at a bar waiting out, waiting for someone, we think. Yep. She gets grossed out by the bar. She wipes it down with a wet nap. My first thought mm-hmm. was like, oh man, if she only knew 10 years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a very uh, pandemic unfriendly movie <laughs> yeah has no idea it has no idea um and then it has her and adam scott who we think are apartment hunting which they are right and like it's kind of confusing here right because it's very are they buying or selling the apartment because this is where we get into her career as a as a stager of apartments which like which is that a thing i, mean, I don't I, think so i feel like real estate agents do that Right. Well, the, so the whole thing is that her job is that she comes into uh, a place that they're looking to sell and she dresses it up to make it look like a home. Right. So when people, which potential is, buyers come in and kind of like, oh, yeah, this looks great. And then they pull the shit out of there. Which I think is what real estate agents do in fancy places, right? Like, I feel I like we know, know. we know a real estate agent. We're not we? fancy enough. No, definitely <laughs> not. Just not. Just, no. <laughs> any, any place. Yeah, is, this a, is this a rich people thing? Listeners, please let us know. <laughs> If you're a rich person, <laughs> Bezos would know. Thing? Bezos, uh, Bezos got, would know. He's got so many stagers. He's got stagers for oh, everything. Oh, man. He staged <sighs> the moon landing. <laughs> I like how Amy Adams is the only one that has lines so far, though. Like, yeah, I feel like no one's talking for the first five minutes of the movie except Amy Adams. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need, right? Um, so then we're a little confused what's going on. But anyways, it's a great place. The Davenport look, overlooks the common, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um and then kind of cuts to her getting fitted in a dress, the purple dress we saw in the trailer. Yep. Right? And this is where Caitlin Olsen comes in, who I hope is a main character. All my hopes get dashed immediately. So then we cut back to like a real quick moment of her and her uh, Adam Scott's character, Jeremy, right? Well, I think what we have to recognize here, before before we even go to the dress fitting, um, right before that, Adam Scott is telling Amy Adams, should we use the character names? I, I don't know. I'll just go with the actors. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is like, oh, well, uh, we have a, don't forget our special dinner tonight where I've got a special surprise for you. And yeah, let's build up. Like, oh, I hate surprises. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen. And then at the dress fitting, that's when, like we mentioned in Trailer Trash, Caitlin Olsen's talking about how she saw Adam Scott going into this fancy jewelry store. And like, like they're setting the whole, like the whole first 10 minutes of the movie is setting up how Adam Scott's supposed to be proposing to her. Yep. Right. So yeah. So they have that quick moment, uh, and then also they throw out that he's supposed to be packing his bags, be going to Ireland, right? So we get all that information real quick in this this scene of the two of them kind of hanging out, right? Right. Uh, and then we cut back to dress fitting thing with Caitlin Olson, right? Yep. And then right after that is when we, which is that's where we continue the setup of oh, Adam Scott's proposing tonight. Adam Scott's proposing tonight. Adam Scott's proposing like beating yeah. us over the head with Adam Scott's proposing tonight. Yeah, I'm feeling a little misdirection here. And then we get to the bar where John Lithgow continues to beat us over the head that Adam Scott is proposing tonight. <laughs> yeah, so the bar that she was cleaning down with the wet naps and she was sitting on alone mm-hmm. in the or very opening of this movie is her at the bar because uh, she's going to meet her dad before she goes to the fancy dinner with Adam Scott. Right. Um, and she's there, you know, waiting, blah, blah, blah. And then there's some drunken local boss uh, night. I love that guy. Yeah, he's he should have taken He should have stolen the show. He should have just taken over. I wanted, you know, I would recast that role uh, with John Gabris, I think. You know John Gabris? No, I don't. <laughs> should I? Uh, yeah, look him up later. 
he's a New York guy, but I feel like he would play this Boston guy perfect. So so she's there alone. Drunk dude asked her to marry her, marry him, sorry, marry mm-hmm. him. Um, yep. She says she's engaged, and it's perfect timing. John Lithgow walks into the bar when she says, I'm engaged. Yep. Moving very quickly, this opening setup, I feel. Yeah, yeah like, agreed. It's unbelievably fast. So we get John Lithgow mm-hmm. and he's all of a sudden instantly excited. His daughter is getting, you know, is engaged, right? Yep. Like, Finally proposing to you after four years. And the guy at the bar is like, yeah, I proposed to her after half an hour. <laughs> great, great undersold character. Yeah. <laughs> so dad wants to buy, Lithgow wants to buy some champagne, checks his wallet real quick. He doesn't have enough money. I think he's he's got some money problems. He's like, oh, let's just have beers. She ends up buying. Yep. This comes back later. Yeah, barely. That's all I know. Yeah, barely, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. They only they only put this here so they could have that line later. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's like it it's not good storytelling. It doesn't impact her history. It doesn't impact her present situation at all. Yeah, no, it changes nothing. It's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Just sets up that one line about an hour from now. Um, and then awkwardly, Lithgow sits down and just straight up introduces himself to the drunk guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. which. I love, I want, I want to be a drunk guy in a bar and have John Lithgow come over to me and be like, Hey, John. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure. I'm John. I'm in imports and exports and real estate. Like, did you guys watch an episode of Seinfeld? And she's like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, Costanza. Like, come on. Penny Packer or was it a. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's an architect. <laughs> That's when I wrote like, Oh, this is moving way too fast. I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He starts telling a story. He's like introducing himself to the drunk guy saying, oh, well, uh, let me tell you about the time that I proposed, like my wife proposed or my mother proposed to my my father on on leap year, blah, blah, blah. And and Amy Adams is like, no, he doesn't want to hear the story. (laughs) He he literally explains the plot again. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like like, the drunk guy is pretending to be interested to his credit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and there was like this really weird overdub moment of, of, did you catch that? Where like they had this weird shot of like Lithgow's back and she was just like, oh dad, don't tell that story again. He's just like, does the crazy Lithgow laugh. And it was like so out of oh, place. Yeah. He's just like, why not? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yep. And then she's like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> she like, she just gets up and walks out. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm what? I just got here. And he's like, she's like, yeah, well, you're an hour late. And it's like. <laughs> See you, John Lithgow. I wonder what that paycheck looked like. He's never in the movie again? No, he's never in the movie again. Well, his voice is. We'll get to that. Yeah. So then we get to the dinner, the big famed dinner where Adam Scott is supposed to propose, right? Yep. The look on Amy Adams' face, like, this is what good acting looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, say what you will about Amy Adams, but like the the lead up, the hope, the excitement, thinking she's about to get proposed to. Uh, and then the slide into crushing disappointment. Incredible. All over the the background. Did you catch the music? It felt like it was all of a sudden transitioned to like a cartoon where like it was like yes, waiting for like, you know, the coyote to, to catch a roadrunner. You know, it was like some goofy, weird. Yes. This cartoon gonna, music. Yeah, this is going to be a trick. You're going to get screwed. The music in this movie in general, I think, was horrible. Like they just did a really bad job of. I don't, like I'd much rather go back and watch Get the Girl. Like the music in that was great, like thematic. It went with the characters. <laughs> this one, if you know. say so. So then here's the big moment, right? And Adam Scott's he's got uh, a box for her, right? Yeah, which is 
you know, I wish was Gwyneth Paltrow's head, but <laughs> instead it's earrings. It's earrings. <laughs> Jeez, what am I going to do with these? Keep my ears warm, I guess. So, um, yeah, so this goofy music's playing. He hands her the box. It's just earrings. She's completely depressed and saddened. And the Love music it. is just like, oh, my God. Like the music, this cartoony, clowny music just goes immediately downhill. They could. They basically should have just played the the uh, like the the fail horn from uh, Price is Right, which is like Ooh, yeah, earrings. <laughs> yeah, you did not get the showcase showdown today. Um, and then uh, Jeremy Adam Scott's character just all of a sudden getting hammered with with work emails on his BlackBerry, right, right messages. Right. This is when we start talking about how you go through the spine to get to the heart. <laughs> I think you only do that if you're playing like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to murder the person, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, he's busting out ruthless, like yeah, picking up his phone, talking to people. Like I wanted to like Adam Scott at this up until this point. I felt like he was kind of a you know I, I was kind of picturing him as a. Parks and Rec Adam Scott character of like no. quirky doesn't really know how to do dating but it's a rom-com uh, you, you have to you have to he has to be a douche right yeah he turns into a huge asshole and he can play a great one so true I mean he was oh I guess he wasn't an asshole not I was gonna say he had asshole moments in um yeah eastbound and down he played a fantastic asshole in that oh yeah I wasn't yeah. Even thinking about that yeah yeah good point good point huh anyway <laughs> I love Adam Scott. He's good in everything. I do too. We can't that insult does. him, so he might not come on the show. Um, and then we get a fun yay, yay or a order run. I can't even spit yeah. it out. Yeah, I a didn't terrible, get this part. A, a terrible cardiology pun. That was yeah. Aorta, you a order run to go. So he left. He left the dinner. That's it. He just left. Right. I feel Devastated. like after four years, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm going to come with you." Not sit here in this fancy restaurant. Anyways, yeah. whatever. Now keep in mind that whole scene took maybe like three minutes of movie time, maybe less. Yeah. It was a really short scene. Uh, and then we cut to back home uh, in bed with Amy Adams yep. and she's kind of re reliving the day here and how disappointed she is rethinking her life choices. Uh, and then inexplicably we get John Lithgow voiceover <laughs> telling us the plot again. Uh, this happened like again, three minutes ago. <laughs> Well, it was, you uh, know, it, it was to show her character thinking about what her dad said. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, can, stupid, stupid, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> He's like, and then, and then, and then he proposed on leap day. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Got it. They could have cut this whole scene and I wouldn't have missed anything. <laughs> no, no, we would have been just totally fine. So then she wakes up and she's doing research about this whole leap day thing. Right. <laughs> a quick Google search will let you know that it's, it's a made up thing. Right, exactly. It's just like talking about this tradition um, is ridiculous. And then one of the great things about watching this on Prime TV video, whatever, uh, is the commercials. commercials. Because <laughs> I, did, is this when you got the commercial too? Yeah. Right when she, she's like, oh, this tradition's ridiculous. Want a Reese's? <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> Wait, what? Was not expecting that. And then there's like a good two or three minutes of ads. Yeah. And then that scene was over. Like, how was that scene over? She was yeah. like in the middle of a sentence, I thought. Well, she, well, yeah, she did like, she did, she read one article about this whole thing to confirm yeah. this whole thing. Well, she also talks a little bit about how it's like uh, from the fifth century Ireland, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a legend, whatever. There is no documented evidence that it's a real thing. No. But hey, legend. Because it's dumb. Uh, and then she's quickly packing her bags and then she's on the death plane. Yep. <laughs> Where. <laughs> baffling another baffling choice <laughs> like what are they doing on this plane i like i guess i like and don't understand why she's sitting next to a priest like they seems like they meant for it to be a plot point and then they kind of forgot about it yeah she's like sitting next to the, the priest talking about uh her apartment situation how she's a stager and they're trying to they're trying to get this place in this exclusive uh thing and they're they're gonna knock out this wall and well just before hold on but, but just before that though like he, he the priest starts off the whole conversation like oh business or pleasure right yeah he, yeah he, yeah he asked her that right and it's like do people actually ask that on a plate like i've never asked no. someone that and i don't know it's not happening right and then she replies and then and then she starts on talking about her entire life and rattles on about it and then he starts getting annoyed it's like well dude are you victim blaming right now what the priest <laughs> yeah yeah man are you saying that he was asking for it <laughs> yeah you you bring a pleasantry up like hey business or pleasure like what do you what i guess you're right he if didn't invite the yeah the you don't want if you don't want to talk then don't ask i'm i'm totally with him when he falls asleep on her though because her totally story is boring. It is pretty boring. I actually, my first thought, I, my first thought was I'd seen an airplane. I'm sure you've seen airplane, right? Of course. Yeah. And see, we're like, it basically, it was the same setup where like this woman just starts like talking away and they pan back to the guy next to her and he's just a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I was hoping that was going to happen. It didn't. No. It didn't happen at all. Stupid. That would have been funny. Uh, and then we get crazy amounts of turbulence. Shit's right. This plane is going Which... fucking down. Oxygen master drop it like yeah like <laughs> this plane is going down, <laughs> um, and at the same time like it doesn't seem like it's bad enough for the the mass to drop like nothing no. I don't know it's gonna be pretty bad if the mass drop I think it, and like why is no one putting them on if the mass drop you put them on right <laughs> oh shit moment I think you're like I hope I yeah I don't know did you do have you ever have you ever had a mass drop no because it's hard I feel like yeah. that's difficult <laughs> it's like a level nine of of turbulence I think yeah. <laughs> yes yes it's definitely not a common occurrence which is why when they come down you put them on and nobody on the plane put them on <laughs> right at that point if those things are dropping it's like hey you're fucked whatever yeah and at the same time like it didn't it didn't look bad enough at all for the mask to come down in the first place no. and so that's when when the when the pilot comes on he's like mm, yeah sorry about the turbulence it's worse than i thought i guess we're gonna have to like land in whales instead like yeah we why <laughs> right like he he's like i think he, what do you say overestimate him like i think you underestimated the turbulence uh, uh yeah and either way <laughs> however you estimate it uh not what you want to hear from the captain of the fucking plane no like and also sorry guys no. i i kind of missed that one i guess this is uh this is pretty worse than i thought yeah like i've been on some rocky flights and you don't you still don't land <laughs> like like you just got like unless it's going to be a tornado or a hurricane you just yeah. gotta you just kind of keep going and say everyone relax a little bit <laughs> it'll be all right actually yeah, i don't I think don't they know. say anything they don't say anything just like hey we're gonna hit some turbulence and put the seatbelt sign on and that's it and then they're like <laughs> i'm busy right. I'm, I'm busy fucking working up here like yeah. yeah i guess if the mass drop then you have to say something <laughs> uh, yeah i think if mass drop yeah it's like all right guys sorry 
<laughs> Might want to put those on. Yeah, my bad. We're depressurizing. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, I think I, uh, I underestimated this. this. Yeah. Um, but this is also the moment where we get the line from her from the trailer, right? Right. Which uh, the, I don't want to. I don't want to die without getting engaged. Should I do my Amy Adams impersonation again? Please. I'm not gonna die without getting engaged. Your Amy Adams is like how is that? It's uh, pretty good. It's like it's like Kermit meets Seth Rogen. <laughs> I'm not going to die without getting engaged. It's pretty it's good. Piggy. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's a pretty solid Amy Adams right there. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Dublin Airport is just closed because uh-huh. because weather um, yeah sure and they're like hey we're off to wales so they're flying past dublin and mm-hmm. landing on wales uh across across the way yeah and past a couple other airports too like <laughs> um, potentially yep <laughs> no definitely i looked it up <laughs> in between things here i looked it up because <laughs> i was mad about it there's like shannon airport is one that's closer <laughs> like a lot of other options so many options. Um, and then we get to uh, the airport in Wales here. Anna is trying to plead her case to uh, the two. Um, Ugh, this is when I really started to hate her. Yeah. yeah when behind the, there's two women behind the uh, the airline counter, uh, and Amy Adams comes up and is just like trying to, you know, hey, She's trying need- to carry her way out of the situation. A hundred percent. She. Excuse me. I have a really important problem that like can't you just get me on the next flight like and then i think some of the best sarcasm ever by the yes. two by the two uh uh leads behind the airline uh, at the airline counter there um yeah they're just like oh yeah can we just yeah we'll just give uh double an airport a call and tell them to reopen <laughs> yes well played they nailed it and then so now it's this is now she's on to the what's the next mode of transportation wales to dublin boat right so yep Again, another shot of uh, Anna's feet, Amy Adams' feet walking. Um, and mm-hmm. she's now at the ferry place. At the ferry counter, yeah. Ferry counter? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, she like walks up to the counter like we're to, to buy a ticket for the ferry, right? Right, right, right. Um, and the guy behind the counter says, fairies aren't running. Uh, what does he say exactly? And I love this. I love this exchange because this is when Amy Adams goes, what's wrong with this country? Which, first of all, is an offensive thing to say when you're traveling. Like, I, like it, Amy Adams, Anna, is being a huge Karen in the first place. And yes. then at the same time, also being a terrible, stereotypical American tourist. Yes. Of like, what's wrong with this country? Yeah. <laughs> but I love the response from this oh, guy. He's like, well, I usually blame the government. Uh, this time it's the weather. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then she's like, gets it all Karen'd up and she's like, whatever, I'll get my own boat. And yeah, she oh, hires. Did gets, I miss something? Like, how did she get on this boat? <laughs> they just, she just gets a boat. She's on a boat. She's on a boat now, motherfucker. And she's on a boat and it's definitely the perfect storm moment. Crazy weather. Cause that's what everyone's told her. That's why she's landed the plane. Yep. And I, I actually think we have a goof at this point, don't we? Yeah. Well, which part? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> so when they're crossing the sea here, um, the captain of the boat says that it's because of the storm. They'd have to they have to stop at Dingle instead of Cork. Right. Uh, which if you look at a map, mm-hmm. like any person who made this movie could have looked at a map. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway. You actually have to have to go way past Cork yes. to get to Dingo. <laughs> uh, it's on the opposite side of Ireland. <laughs> yes. So she went past and now is boating past again and then past another spot that she could have stopped that she wanted to stop at and is now right. somewhere else. Everything she's doing is less efficient than just waiting a little bit at the airport for the next flight. Yeah. <laughs> like, she could have waited till the next day and her, her, you know, her excuse was, well, it's almost leap day and I have to get there before then. Cause I got to buy a dress. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you're like, okay, just wait a few hours. But instead, instead she tries taking a boat, gets stranded on way on the West side of Ireland for some reason. <laughs> Like, what are the opposite of Dublin? <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. And it, maybe this is movie magic. So, like, if she was in Corks, I think Corks is pretty, you know, it's a, I've yeah. never been to Cork, but, I, you know, I'm assuming it's a fairly decent sized town where it's like, oh, she can, just hop, city, a, yeah. she can just hop on a bus and just head to Dublin from there. Whereas, like, if she's in Dingle, she could sure. still get to Cork and hop on a bus and get better. Anyway. Yeah. Or rent a car, anything really. There's so many options. God damn it. Um, so then we get more shots of her feet as she's, uh, not in Cork, but she's in Dingle, um, walking up to the pub, walking up to the pub, the tavern. Um, and she opens it, she walks into the tavern, the tavern that couple means, of, yeah. Oh yeah. I, sorry. What were you saying? Tavern no, means. no, no, that's it. That's it. That's all I had. Oh. We're there. We're, we're, <laughs> we're here. We've, we've arrived to your moment. Perfect. I was just say, I love the lines coming out of these old guys. Um, who are so good. who should be the stars of the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, you can take the man out of the fish, but you can't take the fish out of the water. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Do you? No one does. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they assume that she's South African <laughs> out of nowhere. Do you remember that part? Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they had three guesses. First was Australia, I think. I think so. It was Australia <laughs> and then it was South Africa and then it was something else. I was like, what? No. And she's like, no, I'm American. <laughs> yeah. No, it's by the very obvious accent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, why does the pub look like it's closed? Cause it, I get that they're trying to sell it. Like it's, it's hard times maybe and the pub's in trouble, but. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're serving I mean, drinks. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, I don't know. Why are all the chairs stacked on tables? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it that late? I don't think I don't it know. is, but no. um, so then a lot she's... of gripes with the time in this movie. So she's asking a bunch of questions about how to get from where she is to Dublin. Uh, there yep. is an, another goof here um, about she asks about is there a train? Yep. And the one of the old this, the two two old guys at the end of the bar who are telling the fish story. One of the old guys says uh, that the last train left Dingle in 1987, according to the internet. The last train from Dingle left in 1953 on the narrow gauge line to Trolley. Trolley. Yeah. Which Trolley. I love this goof because like. Again, there were so many things they could have just Googled really quickly. Like, why would you put in such a specific line if it's wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. like saying the last train left Dingle in 1987, when that's something you could probably figure out really quickly. <laughs> yeah, and just say 1953. <laughs> yeah, why? Why would you do this? Ah, this movie sucks. Well, 2010, there wasn't the internet, so. Right, I forgot that hadn't been invented yet, yeah. Um. So then we, so we get, she's, you know, here, a little disheveled, and then we got, of course, our hero, Declan. Yep good um 
he's the bartender chewing on his pen. Yeah. Uh, always chewing. Definitely doesn't give a shit. Right. Nope. Uh, she comes up to him, asks for a cab number. He pulls out a number, gives it to her. She goes to a phone. She calls the number. Classic prank. He answers and it's just, well, you don't know he answers, but she's like, yeah. hey, I need a cab to Dublin. Mm, I'm sorry. I don't drive American redheads. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did you know I wasn't? Oh, no. Sorry. How did you know I wasn't a redhead? <laughs> It's my Amy Adams again. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and he walks around the corner of the bar and is like, oh, he's also the taxi driver. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I don't know. This guy does it all. And then proceeds to talk about how much he hates Dublin, how it's a place for haters yeah. and chancers. It's going to all come back later. It makes sense now. But yeah, he's just shitting on Dublin. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, I love how... Well, this is, when he, this is when he throws out his wager, right? Like, this is when we come... Yes. Thinking he's like, yeah, like, well, uh, I wouldn't drive you to Dublin if you offered me 500 euros. And like, we the old guys are like, Jesus, I'd sell my wife for 500 euros. <laughs> Oh, I love those guys. Those guys are those guys are pretty great. So we have a Very bench mark. Yeah, they're the balcony in the Muppets. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, so here we are. We're in this place, and now she's like, Well, I need a place to stay. Um, and well, I think he says he he drive her, right? Yes. Well, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, you're right, not this yet, is, not yet. Yeah, this is well, this is when we get a lot more from the old guys talking about how it's bad luck to start your journey on a Sunday. And they're like, well, no, it's actually bad luck to start on a Tuesday. Like, no, 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 it's bad luck if you start on a Friday. Friday, yeah, yeah. A lot of that (laughs) conversation. Most days are bad luck, is what we come to. That's Um, gonna be a running joke between the old guys throughout this movie. I think it happens like three or four times where. Yeah, and this is where we get the. Kind of like us. It's it's like they're like us, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Facts don't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, we don't we don't do anywhere near enough research. <laughs> no, you have the internet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dear listener. We're Please definitely fact check us on everything. We're a two screen podcast. <laughs> don't take anything that we say as facts. <laughs> we're a second screen podcast where you listen to what we say and then you should Google it immediately to see if it's right or not. Exactly. <laughs> Points if we we're didn't. right because we didn't. <laughs> uh, and this is we get the we get the line from the trailer the I'm your man by the drunk guy falling mm. over. Uh, but this is where we don't get the I'll drive you as it was hinted in the trailer until a bit, little bit later on. Oh, right. This is when he brings her up because she needs a place to stay. Like they're not going to leave tonight anyway, because it's bad luck or something. Right. Uh, yeah. So right. he gives her, gives her a room um, upstairs because this De- is also Declan. the inn. Yep. Declan. Declan. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's also the the hotel. Cause she asked for a hotel and it's also, this is it. So. Yep. It's the same building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's asking for some food and they're talking about uh, a hang sandwich. Now, did you look this up? I didn't. Did you? I did. Good. I'm glad one of us did. <laughs> yeah. For once, I looked up a thing, uh, which Amy Adams has a great line. Uh, hang is a verb, not a sandwich. Yeah, it's a pretty good line. I'm into it. Pretty funny. But uh, apparently, hang is just like how people with Irish accents say ham. Ham. I was, ju- was going to say it's got to be like a ham and cheese sandwich. I think it's just a ham and cheese sandwich. I think it's like ham and cheese and mustard and what. Yeah. Yeah. Because ah, um, when he said it, yeah, I was like, I, this is probably just a, as far as I know, <laughs> uh, hang sandwich is not a thing. It's a ham sandwich. Just a ham sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, classic, you know, accents, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is when she sets up shop for the night and she's, you know, just starts destroying the place. She just <laughs> trashes the fucking room like a rock star in a hotel. Like, what are you on tour? Like, relax. 
Like, <laughs> like everything goes wrong. She's trying to plug in her stupid phone because her Blackberry's dead. She rips apart the bed. Thing smashes. Everything's smashed. Everything's falling over. There's dust falling down. And the guy's drinks down the bar. Yeah, she pulls the bed off a wall, slams it across the room into a into like a like a wardrobe. Easy, <laughs> easy, Karen. Easy. <laughs> yeah, like just behaving badly. <laughs> uh, and then she goes to plug in her phone to charge her phone. Yep. This is classic, you know, stupid American going traveling, you know, internationally doesn't understand plugs. Right. And then she plugs in an adapter. Yeah, get an get an adapter. She plugs in her thing and blows out the power for the entire village. Which not how this works. I don't I mean, <laughs> I don't know I don't know the, the electrical layout for this village, but that seems a bit No, like Ireland is not backwards like this. <laughs> like like Dingle is not even that small of a town. Like they make it seem like it's uh the kind of town where there's, you know, four people and twelve sheep and it's not. <laughs> they make it seem like a village because that's what they call it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And like that that's not how power works. It's not gonna and even if it was, let's just say that there is some way you could overload the power for the whole town. Let's just uh, go with it by plugging something in. What like why would this guy put her in the room where you plug where you plug the stuff in and it fries the whole village? Like, right. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing makes any sense. I don't either. It didn't take us long to get to. Nothing makes any sense. This is good. We usually <sighs> yeah. usually it's a little bit longer, but okay, we're there. Is it good or bad. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, so yeah. she trashed the place. She blows the, the power out. We get a little back and forth between the two of them. He comes up. What are you doing up here? And she's like, ah, oh, you fried my Blackberry. And he's like, you fried the entire village. <laughs> uh -huh. Joke from the trailer. Um, and then we cut to the next morning in Dingle. Um, and she calls Jeremy and lets her lets him know that he, she's in Ireland and he's excited. They're excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, things seem to be pretty good between them, right? Well, and that's the thing is like they it seems like they're in a pretty healthy relationship for the most part and yet we're we're trying to be led to believe that Adam Scott is like scum of the earth over here. I don't know. Like he definitely has some moments. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little um, disconnected, that's all, you know. But they've been dating for a long time and I feel I don't know. 4 years, yeah, it's like you got to figure this out. Like if he's not there, right. then come on. I don't know, right? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If you're um, an expert on relationships, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, definitely send us an email. Tell us how to do it, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing we did forget, though, when she was in the hotel room and blowing, destroying the whole place, um, mm -hmm. there was a photo that that dropped of Declan with a woman and, and another guy. Right. Uh, that's kind of important. That's key. Forget yeah, about it's that. It's not the threesome that he had. Spoilers. <laughs> no. It's not. Uh, so then we're next day and um, we basically get to, you know, um, he agrees to drive her right to Dublin for 500 euro. Well, before he does that, that we, oh, get the backstory, right. we get the backstory for why he would do that. Yeah, I um, I didn't go back. So, yeah, tell me. Yeah, that's right. He's, we get a, he's got like some cash flow problems, but. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It seems like he's about to lose his bar slash restaurant slash hotel slash. By cab who? company <laughs> yeah like the only place in town basically like yeah it seems like it's the only business in town yeah um, like, why would they want to shut that down maybe this is his landlord i don't know i really didn't it was so strange yeah i was like i couldn't tell you he, he said he was gonna take my kitchen i i didn't i yeah i didn't know what was going on yeah, um, some kind of creditor um that presumably matthew good declan owes a bunch of money to um where generously gives him 10 days to come up with a thousand euros which yeah. sure <laughs> i don't know how you come up with a thousand euros in 10 days unless you're 
don't know. Matthew seems good. like a lot of money. And you figure out a plan. Um, and that's when he offers to drive her for 500. Right. And I thought this, so I thought at this point, um, two things at this point. I thought there's going to be two points of conflict. One, I thought they were going to come into a whole Adam Scott's character was cheating on her in Dublin. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing was, um, I thought the the whole money thing here was going to be more of a thing, like more of a like, oh, you only drove me just because you wanted money and that's all you wanted. That's all blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I guess, yeah, that's all he did. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of ways they could have made this better. <laughs> mm, they didn't. So he agrees. So $500 drive to, to Dublin. Um, Which, where's he going to get the other $500? <laughs> Uh, you worry like about it's only that half day. of what he needs. Yeah. You worry about the other nine days. Um, and then there's a black cat that walks in front of her as they're getting into the car. Yep. And sure, that's it. <laughs> now, all right. I did look a little bit uh, back to our geography flubs and whatnot here. Uh, did you end up looking up how far Dingle is from Dublin? Uh, not exactly, but it's a pretty good ride, so isn't it? No, it's about a four hour drive. It's not that bad. I was going to say, <laughs> I thought it was like six or seven, but okay. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like driving from Boston to New York. Like it's not like it's that no, that's, far. That's not far at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could easily do it in an afternoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and drive back. Sure. Right. <laughs> so like the premise of this taking multiple days, like she could have just waited for a flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Everything about this made me furious. <laughs> There we are. We've hit it. Jared's furious. I, I don't know where, I don't know if this Uber and Dingle, but you could Not probably. 2010, Uber. man. Not in 2010. Oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> Was 2010 pre ride sharing? No. No, can't be. No. No, definitely not. Definitely. Well, it was like just starting up around there, right? Yeah, it was probably was just starting. So maybe it wasn't widespread in Ireland at the time either way either way <laughs> either way 500 dollars for well 500 euros so that's like you know 600 yeah you're the exchange guy that's <laughs> yes yeah. uh for uh for a four-hour drive is seems like a great rate yeah sure anyway okay. <laughs> so yeah you're right the black cat crosses the road we get it's a really good omen for what's to come yeah the old guys yet again come out and tell her you shouldn't be bad luck driving on a saturday and a sunday or one day or wednesday yeah. you can't start a journey if you see a black cat and the other guy's like no it's a magpie you can't start a journey if you see a magpie <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy these guys aren't wrong because it does go all to hell no statler and waldorf by the way is who yeah we're waldorf <laughs> yeah that's it. jesus we're terrible we're terrible <laughs> Uh, and this is when, uh, I don't know, we get, we get introduced to the car, which is a, a Renault for, yep. uh, for, for the, for the gearheads in our audience. Oh, um, good pull. Good pull. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even pull that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he also says it explicitly and talks about it a bunch. Oh, does he? Oh, did I totally miss I must have. <laughs> yeah. You backed on that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oops. Uh, uh, cool. well, this is, and this is the leading up to the suitcase scene where, uh, yeah. She, oh yeah, this is a, a present for my boyfriend, Jeremy. Um, it's a Vuitton, and he's like, "A Vuitton? What? A Louis Excuse Vuitton? Me? Yeah." And she's like, "Oh no, a Louis Vuitton." He's like, yeah. he aimed your suitcase. Like she's a crackpot. You're like, this again. This is like this is still Ireland. It's not like <laughs> this guy lives in like." Like he's not like a he's not a nomad in Mongolia. Like he, like why wouldn't he have heard of Louis Vuitton? It's really upsetting to me. <laughs> it's not like it's that ridiculous. <laughs> no, like it's a it's a very common brand name. 
so um it's off to a rocky start we got the black cat we got the the luggage we got him they're, they're kind of button heads a little bit here um and then we hop on a road trip right right which i hope uh so we get on the road and immediately this is when we get to the the trailer scene of the sandwich tossing yep right yep yep and like do you think it's a hang sandwich <laughs> i think it is it must be right. No, I know. I, I definitely think it is. And this is a whole, so this whole them driving kind of scene is all like showing how different they are. She's very in control. She's clean cut. She's money, blah, blah, blah. And this is, you know, fancy dinners. And he's the slob who's eating a sandwich while he's driving and listening to punk Irish music and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, yeah. So I have comments about that. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Like, are we listening to Flog and Molly while, I'm, while we're dri- driving around Ireland? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. And, uh, then she goes back into telling a story about basically restating the plot of the story yet again. Yes. For the fifth time now we're fifth getting, time. explain, uh, explain to me how women are allowed to propose on a, oh. on a leap day. God. Uh, and <laughs> she, for the people in the back that didn't hear it. Yeah. One more time. Uh, explain the whole thing, what she's doing, why she's here. Okay. Got it. Catch her one up. If you missed the first 10 minutes of this movie. Um, and then he just, kind of just i mean he's pretty great here he just kind of shuts it down he's just like yeah that's pretty stupid <laughs> yes and he's just like yeah that's, and he's like that just agreed. seems like a way to trap a guy that he doesn't want to get married yeah and which spoilers it is it is <laughs> uh and uh, then that's where we lose the sandwich out the window which is very uh heartbreaking for me you can't yeah, throw this a is also our big green screen, our first big green screen or second big after the Boston. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a second big one. Um, yeah. They're just, yeah. Like, whatever. looks laughable. <laughs> it is pretty comical. It reminds me of like an old James Bond movie, like from, you know, Sean Connery yeah. days. Where like, <laughs> it reminds me of like a Monty Python movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty goofy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So she tosses the sandwich out the window, which... In my mind, I would have been like pulling I'd be over. Furious. I'd be furious and I'd be like, I'd pull over your walking, but I'm too nice. I wouldn't actually do that. But in my mind, I'd be like, I'm leaving you here. And she's giggling like it's no big deal. Like that was my f- sandwich. Like, yeah. Oh, I'd be so mad. And then, and oh. then she grabs she grabs the flogging Molly cassette tape and and all and also tosses it out the window. Unbelievable. Uh, so then we're still driving road trip, right? And then we hit the cows. We saw this in the trailer. Cows are blocking the road because that's what happens when you're out in the countryside, right? Right. And now she's getting out of the car. We got our our, our hero there sitting eating apples, and she's again catching always up, chewing, always chewing. And she catches up the cows in her last twenty four hours, and how shitty it's been. Yeah, which is like, come on, like she's saying she's she literally says, in, "I've spent the last twenty four hours in every layer of hell." Have you? I think you brought like, that upon yourself there, Karen. Have you have bad things happened to you before? Because this yeah. seems pretty low. This like on the <laughs> scale of things like, like Oh, I have a four hour drive ahead of me. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All just so you can go and propose to your boyfriend in Dublin? Unbelievable. Who yeah. hasn't proposed and, to you yet? And you guys haven't this conversation yet? Come on. Right. And like Amy Adams shockingly good at uh, 
like effective at herding cows. I was kind of surprised. I was too. She did a very good job. Um, I will say Declan does have some of the best lines though. He's uh, when she goes up to move the cows, he's like, why don't you mm. propose something to them? Yeah, oh yeah. That's pretty, I see what you did there. It's pretty good. And then as the cows move, she's walking back. She's very proud of herself. We get another foot shot of her walking and her stepping into cow shit. Which I don't know why Declan's laughing because uh, he's she's going to be wearing shit shoes in the car now for <laughs> shit shoes. Yeah, this is terrible for all of them. Yeah, this is not a good thing. So then she they have a back and forth about the shoes and he, she goes and leans on the car, the hood of the car. Well, don't gloss over the back and forth here because this line it. gets repeated eight more times in the movie. Oh, does it? When, when he's Yeah, when he's talking about uh, just put them in the wash, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, about her $600 shoes that are, which for the listeners, when we talk about her feet so much, everything that she's always wearing heels, she's always wearing really aggressive heels yes. and doing, she does a lot in these heels. Yeah. It's kind Too of much. like, she's like doing like action star type stuff. In these. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Like Amy Adams should have gotten a huge pay raise in my opinion for the shenanigans she's pulling here. Agreed. So she goes and is leaning up against the car with the shit shoes and the car starts rolling backwards. I have a lot of problems with this at this point. Sam. I'm pretty annoyed. How did this happen? Like, did you leave the car in neutral? <laughs> Does it not have an emergency brake? Yeah. Does it not have park? Park. Or, okay. you know, if it's, a, if it's a stick shift, could you put it in gear when you shut it off, you know, so it doesn't roll? Sure. Lots of options. Uh, and the car rolls, some crazy hijinks. They're chasing off the car. He jumps in the hood and it just goes right down the hill and ends up in a pond. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's probably not an automatic because it's an old Renault 4. And then we're on a, now the road trip is now walking <laughs> trip. Which, unbelievable. <laughs> yes. This is another like ge geographical thing. We haven't gotten to it yet, but like over the next, I don't know, few hours, they're going to end up walking to, I think it's called like Tap Tapper Nanny, something like that. Tapper, Tapper Penny. There's a town yeah. um, that's like almost exactly halfway between Dingle and Dublin. Mm. Uh, so it's like a good 34 hour walk. <laughs> and they're like, and they, and they do it in like a couple hours. <laughs> that's like, drives me insane. They do that in a couple hours. And yet somehow it still takes three days to get to Dublin. <laughs> Like at this point, just walk to Dublin. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a good 60, 68 hour walk, roughly. Just just go about, for about it. three days. Yeah. Three days of straight walking. <laughs> so so they're walking through the beautiful landscape of Ireland. Uh and a van drives by, right? Yep. Um, pulls over, she waves it down. Declan's like, don't get in that van, you know, whatever, right? He knows what's up. Right. Irish fella comes out and he's like, hey, oh, well, yeah, I'll give you what? going to Dublin. I'm going to Dublin too. Again, another <sighs> stupid American thing. It's like, come on, man. How did she not assume these guys were going to steal her suitcase? Because then I they... I assume everyone like, that I don't know is going to steal my suitcase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when they look at your suitcase and go, oh, that's a really nice suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> like who says that? Only people that want to steal it. Right, dumb. Or stupid criminals who just, yeah. Just think back for a second here to the premise mm -hmm. of the the trip that we're on. Mm -hmm. She's paying Declan five hundred dollars uh, and plus the extra hundred for the hotel room, yep. plus Damage. whatever for whatever. Yeah, 
like this seems like the stupidest possible way for him to make a thousand euros, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> like, like this whole trip seems Ill- ill-conceived. Yes. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, none, none of it. None of it makes any sense. Okay. Okay. We're, we're at that we're on point. The same page. No, we're yeah. on that. We're at that point. Yeah. So then, predictably, uh, they steal her shit and they just drive away, and that's it. Like, at least we get to look at Ireland. I feel like there are some good Ireland shots in this one. Uh, yeah. Scenery. Yep. Have you been? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been to Dublin, but I haven't done the countryside or gone further out. Okay. So have you? Have yeah. you? No, no, not at all. It looks beautiful, yeah. though. Dublin is great. Shout out to everyone I know in Dublin. Yeah, a couple of dubbers. Is that what you call them? No. Yeah, shout out to all you dubbers out there. They'd probably laugh at me if they said that. <laughs> um, so we're walking, and we're walking, we're walking. Uh, more it's, Anna, it's, more Anna Fellowship feet of the shots. Ring. Yeah, Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. Yeah, more Anna feet shots of her walking. Um, mm-hmm. And then they end up um, in a neighbor, like a town, in in a well, bar. Well, yeah. How did she get so far behind him? Because like they separate seemingly, this, and then he's drinking a beer in the pub. Yeah. So she had yeah, this. I didn't get this either. I was like, what's going on? So they, she gets, it's just her walking, and then she's yeah, walks into a pub, and he's just sitting there, already, like halfway through a beer, meaning he's been right. there for a good two minutes. Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> At least. And this is when I was hoping for. I don't did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. All right. Help me out here. This might be a little bit of a, a drawn out thing. Oh, so boy. I'm not a hardcore, so let's go. All right. When so you know when the hound and Arya are like wandering around the countryside? Yes. Oh, it's season five, four sure. or five. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, yeah. Um the <laughs> and I feel like they get stuff taken from them, right? Like when they're I don't know, bullied by some random uh, people that are working for the the capital. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then they go and find those people at the inn, and he like gets a meal at the inn, and they're like yes. sitting there, and then he goes and kills it. Like that's what I was hoping for. This was going to be one of those kinds of scenes where he murders yes. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, was that it? Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> It just reminded me of that. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be this. The movie's gonna get good. Like we're about we're almost halfway through. Like this is gonna be. We're excited about this." Well, so so he, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for one more beat from you on that. Nope. That's I just fine. want murder. Yeah, I want okay. murder. So they're in this bar. She's looking for a cab still, and she butchers the name of one of the bartenders. Who, by the way, the bartender has a a, a soccer jersey, as we say here in the states, a soccer jersey on. Right. Is it is actually his name on the back of his shirt? Owen? I don't think so. I, I don't didn't think, think so. Either. <laughs> so she obviously butchers it. She's like, oh, E. Ogan. He's like, yeah, yeah it's it's Owen. Mm-hmm. Dumbass American. And then so she's like going over to the phone to like call a cab. And then in the back room are the three lads who had stole her luggage. Yeah. Hanging out. Which is why pants. I brought up the scene yep. from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> I get where you're going. I was just <laughs> yeah, finishing you're this right. Yeah. We didn't introduce that part yet. We'll have to. Do some reverse editing here. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so then there, there's the three guys sitting in the back there, and they're going through all of her luggage, drinking some pints, you know, having a good yep. time. Uh, yeah. And she goes in, confronts them, and uh, then they kind of get a little, you know, aggressive. And then Declan comes in as, you know, the John Wayne trying to save the yep. day. They also a became scuffle. a Western. Became a Western. Yep. A scuffle ensues. And we got ourselves a good old-fashioned bar fight. A surprisingly better fight scene than I expected. Ah, yeah, I, I was gonna, I, I agree. Like, I was not expecting it to be maybe the best scene in the movie. Yeah, actually, I think right? it was. I think it was. Amy, even Amy Adams gets involved. She throws water in a guy's face, kicks someone. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, 
Unless you're going to say the uncomfortable kissing scene later, but <laughs> I think this is the best scene otherwise. I think this is the best scene. No, no, definitely. They're a team. There's a little hint that they could be a team, you know? Right. So. But also, like, how did they win? Because there were three guys. They all look pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. He, he did not. He, he punched some people, and then the other guy just ran. I don't know. Yeah, he did all right. He did all right. And then I'm really glad that the bartender finally came in, though, and was like, Guys, what are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah, you just like you're trashing my bar. Get the fuck out of here. You can't pull this shit in a bar. <laughs> what are you doing? It's no. 2010. Uh, but I, and I think, so, okay, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is you. You do this. Oh, I was I just going to say it's probably a good time to cut the episode. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I was going to say the same thing. Wild how that works. It's like we planned it. <laughs> just like as if we'd planned it. Uh huh. So thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Thursday with part two. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this meets that, and we're ITMT Pod on Twitter. Uh, or if you're feeling old fashioned, you can send us an email at it's this meets that at gmail.com. But as always, all of our episodes can be found on it's this meets that.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.